The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the 10th chapter. And Pharisees came up and in order to test Jesus asked, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? He answered them, What did Moses command you? They said, Moses allowed a man to write a certificate of divorce and to send her away. And Jesus said to them, Because of your hardness of heart, he wrote you this commandment. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let not man separate. And in the house, the disciples asked him again about this matter. And he said to them, Whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. And if she divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. And they were bringing children to him, that he might touch them, and the disciples rebuked them. But when Jesus saw it, he was indignant and said to them, Let the children come to me, do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of God. Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. And he took them in his arms and blessed them, laying his hands on them. This is the gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Today, the Pharisees suffer from flat tire syndrome. Flat tire syndrome is not a real condition, but analogy to describe how people mistake what is normal for how things are supposed to be. Flat tire syndrome is when you think it's perfectly normal to drive around town with flat tires because everyone has and seemingly has always had flat tires. The Pharisees are so used to life being broken. They believe it is the way life is supposed to be. And so they want to make plans for divorce. Jesus points out that in spite of all the dented rims, tires are meant to be inflated. Jesus teaches human relationships with God and others are meant to flourish. Since sin entered the world, men and women have broken their families, and some might think it's normal. But anyone knows divorce isn't the way it's supposed to be. This is why Jesus draws from an older story than Moses. Jesus goes back to the very beginning when sin did not dominate our life. He goes back to the Garden of Eden. When he quotes from Genesis, Jesus highlights how each human is a particularly unique someone who is made for others to live in a relationship of free gift. 
For example, in Eden, after man named all the animals, he found out there was no one like him. And finding out there was no one like him, he knew that he was meant for someone like him. At that moment, man learned he was an indispensable, irreplaceable, and unrepeatable person who God created for another. No one is meant to live alone. And Adam was meant to live in a relationship with Eve. This is why when Adam sees Eve for the first time, he cries out, This at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. It was as if Adam said, This is the one I am meant for because she is a person like me. Finally, it says at the end of chapter two, Genesis chapter 2, man and woman were naked and not ashamed. This original nakedness is probably the most misunderstood thing of the creation account because we all suffer from flat tire syndrome, like the Pharisees. We believe shame, lust, and power are normal when it comes to being with another person. But before sin, our first parents experience a total defenselessness in each other's presence because neither looked at each other as an object to be used or dominated. Since Adam and Eve were fully inflated with God's love, they were entirely vulnerable and open to be a free gift to one another. And this freedom of giving oneself and receiving another is the fundamental stance in our creation as male and female. Each person is indispensable, irreplaceable, and unrepeatable. And they are meant to live towards other persons in a relationship of free gift. This is the way things are supposed to be. Life is supposed to be this way because it images God. Humanity images God through the communion of persons. This is why Jesus wants to talk about marriage. Jesus wants to talk about marriage because it is meant to be an icon, a picture, of the Holy Trinity. As the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit live in perfect union, as a perfect exchange of love, each husband and wife with child is meant to mimic this love. But we all know love expired when sin entered the world. It isn't the way things are supposed to be. And that's why we have this tension inside of us. We know 
life is meant to be something different. God's love is the way things are supposed to be, and we must not forget. Jesus came to restore things to the way they are supposed to be. Jesus is the indispensable, irreplaceable, and unrepeatable person who lives for another in a relationship of total, free, self-giving love with you. On the cross, Jesus showed you God's total self-giving love when he gave himself for the world. And when he gives you his body and blood in the Lord's Supper. Jesus was the man who truly gave himself up for his bride. Now baptized, redeemed, and forgiven, we are meant to love as God loves. Of course, there are other ways to love as God's love besides marriage. Marriage is meant to be a model of sorts for everyone, whether you are married or not married. Anytime Christ's love is done through us, we express his self-giving love. You don't need to be married to live this out. For example, waking up early on a Saturday morning to help rake leaves for a widow, or donating extra cash to feed the hungry, or letting your neighbor borrow your lawnmower. This are forms of total self-giving love. Love is supposed to be the very air we breathe with our spouses, with our family, with our friends, with strangers, and even enemies. Moses allowed divorce because hearts were hard and made of stone. But today we know that Jesus wants to restore hearts to the way they were originally made, soft and made of flesh to receive and beat God's love. This is why there is always hope for every sinner through the forgiveness of sins, even if you are divorced. Jesus goes back to the way things were created because unless people know who they are meant to be, they will never know the life they are meant to live. Distrust, Dishonesty and disorder are not part of the core of our life with other people, but rather dignity, openness, and peace. Whether you live in a relationship with family, friends, spouses, being inflated with the love of the Holy Spirit is our only hope to flourish according to the way life is supposed to be. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.